Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Big Game Boomer Show. Thanks for hopping on. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button before you get before we get going. ATL Jimmy, what's going on, man? How's it going? Going good. Are you back? I'm doing good. A little under the weather. Uh, a little cold action here. If you can tell my voice. Uh, yeah. Trying I apologize. to cheer your sooners on to victory. Yeah, no, and, and I apologize for not doing an episode last uh, week. I, you know, I was crazy busy uh, going to Provo, and uh, just with the travel, uh, we didn't get an episode in. So, mm-hmm. uh, all good. Um, so we got week six here. But before we get started, I want to make sure y'all are checking out Prize Picks, uh, one of my favorite daily fantasy sites. I use it. it it's fun. It's it's pretty easy to win. Um, fun. You just pick players, um, whether or not they're going to hit, you know, uh, if Bryce Young's going to throw five touchdown passes, you bet on that. Um, and if, if you bet the under you, you win the money, it's pretty, pretty simple, straightforward. Make sure you use that. Use promo code, uh, BGB. So that's BGB. Um, when, when you sign up so and they'll match up to a hundred dollars. So if you use a hundred dollars, you've, if you d- deposit $100, you've got they'll give you another 100 So you've got $200 to play with. Uh, so it's pretty cool. So make sure you check them out and use promo code BGB. All right, getting into it. Um, so we got some interesting games this week. It's a good slate. Um, yeah, good slate. Um, it's it, it's a good slate. It, it, the, the Texas A&M-Alabama game just has kind of lost its fire. Yeah. I mean, that was supposed to be the big game uh, uh-huh. this week, and college game day is not even going there. They're going to Kansas. Yep. If you told me that a year ago, man, I would have told you you are crazy. <laughs> um, OU and Texas are not even ranked. It's, it's a crazy time in college football right now, and uh, we've got some good games. I, I feel like next week is the is – the, there are some huge games next week. Yeah. But this is a pretty good slate, so uh, we're just going to go into it and uh, get this thing going. So, and yeah, my voice—it sounds sounds rough. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got like a gallon of water right next to me. Um, so, all right, here we go. We'll just kind of go in uh, chronological order here. So, starting off, uh, 11 a.m. game, which uh, LSU fans are not happy about. The number eight Tennessee Volunteers are heading to Baton Rouge to play the number 25. LSU Tigers. And yes, they are LSU fans are livid. This game is at 11. They hate it. Um, that's because that means they're going to wake up and start drinking at like three o'clock in the morning to get ready for this game. So this is an interesting game here. It's the first matchup uh, since 2017 LSU won uh, 30 to 10. Um, the last time I believe Tennessee was in Baton Rouge was that uh, game. I think in 2010 when Derek Dooley was the head coach and they had uh, what was it? They had 14 guys on the 13 guys on the field at the end of the game and um, allowed LSU to get another yeah. play and, and LSU came back and won just kind of a t- typical uh, Tennessee uh, style uh, loss there in the 2010s. But the Vols look good. They're four. Uh, no Hannon hooker looks like a legit Heisman candidate. To me, this is really Tennessee's offense against LSU's defense. Tennessee's averaging 48.5 points a game. LSU's averaging just 14.8 points a game. So, man, I watched that Auburn uh, that Auburn LSU game, and I thought that – I, I mean, I just was not impressed with Jaden Daniels at all. I think he had like 80 yards passing. Um, so uh, this game, to me, is going to be a shootout. I think um, because like I thought Anthony Richardson would struggle, but he looked good against Florida. He threw for what was it like 450 yards against Mm -hmm. Tennessee. So I I, I don't know. I I think this game's going to be a shootout. I I think Anthony Richardson is better than Jaden Daniels, but I I really like uh, Tennessee here to go down into uh, Death Valley, a quieter Death Valley and uh, and get this one. Who, who, Who are you picking? I agree. I'm starting to buy into the Tennessee train a little bit because I mean they, they've had they've they've had a, they've avoided a couple of those Tennessee losses already this year. Because you hated Tennessee at the beginning of the season. Uh, yeah, I was hookers. Hookers impressed me. The one thing I will say I would like to see out of him, and it's, he's going to need it this weekend, is for as mobile as he is, he doesn't avoid sacks as well as well as he should when pressured. 
he's got to kind of use that mobility to extend plays the way you see kind of a Mahomes in the NFL do, because that can just be lethal down the field, especially when, when you have a good defense. You got to take advantage of plays like that. But I think it being a noon kickoff or 11 a.m., huge for Tennessee, allows them to just go down there, handle business, and won't be as rocking. LSU has, has, has turned it around and are putting together a solid season. Auburn last week worries me a little bit. I think maybe it was a little bit of a look ahead, but I, I just don't I, – them going toe-to-toe with an Auburn football team that I think is just horrendous – playing Tennessee the next week. I, I think Tennessee wins this. Yeah, yeah. Sure. no, I, I, I've, I've got Tennessee. It's, uh, it's, it's still uncertain whether or not star wide receiver for the Vols, Cedric Tillman will play. I don't think it matters. Um, Jalen Hyatt and Brew McCoy looked really good, even when Tillman was not playing. So I, I think it's just too much firepower mm-hmm. on offense. And uh, yeah, 11 a.m. game doesn't help. I don't think Death Valley is going to be pretty loud. And I, I said that on Twitter and oh my gosh, it riled up, uh, Riled up LSU fans. So if Death Valley is loud, I may have had something to do with that. But uh, we both like Tennessee. Uh, Brian Kelly still got some work to do down there in the South. All right. uh, Next game. TCU, number 17 TCU at number 19 Kansas. I mean, this this game, TCU's 4-0. Kansas is uh, 5-0. It's fourth first place, right? Yeah, it's for first place. TCU is a seven-point favorite, which is kind of interesting, going on the road. College game day will be there. This game last year was extremely close. Um, TCU won 31-28, game-winning field goal. And uh, this the, the, a game like this was what had me last year believing in, in Kansas that, that they were going to be good this year because they played this, their end of the season very tough. Um, TCU obviously coming off a huge win against my Sooners, 55 to 24. I mean, flat out just steamrolled them. Um, so this is going to be an interesting game. A lot of the media folks out there are picking TCU. They think, and and they're picking them because of what they did to OU, because they still respect OU as a good program. OU is not good this year. I'm sorry. They are not a good te- football team this year. So I still think we don't know how good TCU is. Now, Kansas, on the other hand, has played some tough teams. Um, I mean, Houston, I mean, and they've played on the road too. Um, At Houston, at West Virginia, Iowa State's a good football team. I know the offense struggled, but I mean, I think this is just going to be Jalen Daniels against Max Dugan, who can put up better numbers and whoever does wins the game. Are you riding the Jayhawks here or? uh... I've given a little bit of my Tennessee backing, but uh... Kansas, I'm not buying in yet. I, 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 I think each all of their wins just look less and less impressive as time goes on. They put up 14 points against Iowa State, who is a good football team, but it's a still, stingy they, defense. They have a stingy defense. If Kansas is going to win this game, it's going to be because they they play they keep the ball away from TCU. They've got they've got a and I agree. I think the line at six and a half is, is an overreaction to the Oklahoma game, but I I, I just don't. I think Kansas is is going to rely too heavily on being able to win the possession battle. And I don't think they're going to be going to be able to do it with TCU in town. The, I mean, the, the stat line for uh, Daniels and Dugan, I mean, Dan, are very similar. Uh, uh-huh. Jalen Daniels has 11 touchdowns, one interception. Dugan has 11 touchdowns, uh, no interceptions. Both yeah. can run the football. Um, Kansas did hold uh, Iowa State to 26 rushing yards, uh, which is kind of interesting because TCU does like to run the ball with Kendra Miller um, and Max Dugan. He can run the football, so mm-hmm. I like Kansas. I'm riding it. I'm they're they're going to be bowl eligible uh, tomorrow, and I, I like I like what they're doing up in Lawrence. I told I was telling everyone preseason this was going to happen. Didn't think it'd be this good, but uh, by the way, did you see the the uh, call of the Last play of the game uh, against Kansas, Iowa State, with it's in the Spanish broadcasters. Yeah. It is absolutely, yeah, I saw the replay of that on, yeah, Twitter. that's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, um, they need to get, yeah, that that, that was awesome. That, so, that will be a fun game day atmosphere, though. That, I'm, yeah, that's a game day I'm excited to watch and just get up and see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so you like Kansas, I like Kansas, you like TCU. All right, staying, uh, Going a little south, uh, we've got 
Arkansas um, coming off two losses, going to Mississippi State, number 23 in the country, Bulldogs, the 4-1 and one Bulldogs after just beating Texas A&M, smoked them 42-24. Arkansas obviously coming off a loss to Alabama. Um, Mike Leach is 0-2 against Arkansas. Um, but I don't think it really matters this year. I think, I mean, I don't, it's sounding like KJ Jefferson is not going to play. He had a concussion against, um, against our Alabama with everything with, with that's been going on with concussions. Right. I think with, with the Tua deal, I think that they're going to be very cautious bringing him, bringing him out. And I think if you don't have KJ Jefferson, you don't stand a chance, uh, against anybody really. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if KJ Jefferson doesn't play, I just don't see how Arkansas will be able to keep up. Uh, the pass defense is allowing 290 yards a game. That's 124th in the country. Um, not as bad as Tennessee, but uh, you know, another thing here is Mississippi State has outscored opponents 52 to seven in the first quarter. So if Arkansas gets down early, I, I just see this one getting ugly. Um, so. We'll see. What well, you've been down on Arkansas? You think they're going to get get curb stomped here? Yeah, I think this is a matchup nightmare for them. They've got, like you said, the secondary is very weak, and Mississippi State can really air it out. I, I think they roll. I think they're going to just. I think they're going to blow them out with Jefferson. If he does play, he's not healthy. He's not going to have a lot of practice, not a lot of reps. And I agree with you. I don't think he's going to play in general. So I don't think they're going to have the firepower on offense to even really keep up. I think the defense. I don't know. I don't see that defense stopping Mississippi State at all. Yeah, no. Um, and Arkansas plays a lot of man coverage, likes mm-hmm. to blitz. And with the air raid, that's like the last kind of defense that you want to yeah. run against Mississippi State. And the State. way Mississippi State distributes the ball, the, everyone, Rodgers gets – it's like Rodgers has a different receiver every pass to throw to. They can – they'll get their matchups and they're just going to – they're going to attack. I, I can see it big. Yeah, no, I, I I think it's going to get ugly. Um, it's been a close game. I mean, Arkansas won 31-28 last year, um, and Will Rogers did throw for like 400 yards on them last year. Yeah. So I expect a similar kind of outcome, um, not too high on the Hogs. It's a shame that Jefferson probably isn't going to play because it, it would be a really good game if, if he was playing. So, all right, let's go to – down to the Cotton Bowl, the Texas State Fair. My, uh, This is my big game of the week. We've got OU Texas, a rivalry like no other. This is one of the few games that there should be a new, this should be played at a neutral site just because the scenery, the State Fair, I mean, split 50-50. There's nothing like it in college football. But both of these teams are struggling here. Um, Texas is a seven-point seven favorite. They're both three and two, both unranked. This is the first unranked matchup since 1998. Uh, that's crazy. That was a long time ago. Um, OU, this game's always, I feel like the spread in this game doesn't really matter. I, 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 from what I've seen, I mean, it's always a crazy game. There's been games where I think OU would absolutely route Texas and it, it, it would be either a close game or, or Texas would come and win. Um, Last year was the crazy game. OU won 55-48. It was kind of yep. Caleb Williams coming out party um, he, he, where he just uh, just lit it up uh, in the second half. Um, OU has won four years in a row. Texas has only won since uh, – has won three times since 2010. So Texas has been piss poor uh, in this rivalry game. Um OU's kind of dealing with the same quarterback issues that uh, Arkansas is. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks are are hurt uh, this mm-hmm. week. It seems like yeah. um, Dylan Dylan Gabriel obviously takes that just atrocious cheap shot um, from from that TCU player, uh, and so I don't know. I don't think he's going to play. Um, so you've got three quarterbacks that you're looking at: Davis Bevel, who played against TCU, which I, I honestly hope he doesn't play against mm-hmm. Texas because he looked terrible. Uh, General Booty. Uh, <laughs> Great name, don't know much, uh, and Nick Evers. So I don't know. I think OU's got to be able to run the football. Got to get uh, if Marcus Major can play, that's great. But if not, you got to get Eric Gray, Javante Barnes, feed those guys the rock, and just try and just pound Texas because Texas, Texas is soft. If you can get if you can get the run game going and hit them in the mouth, they will quit on you. 
So I, I think it's, it's big, but it sounds like Quinn Ewers is going to play. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talent on that offensive side of the ball. OU's defense looks like Mike Stoops is still coaching it. I mean, they look horrible. So I don't know. I, I don't feel good about it. As an OU, as an OU guy, I'm I'm picking Texas this week. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I mean I I'm not a homer. I'm not going to pick OU to win the national championship every year, but I think Texas is going to win this game. They've, this is their opportunity here. But you never know in this game. Who, who are you leaning towards? I'm I'm leaning towards Texas as well. It's 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 just a crazy. It's crazy that there's a game being played for sole possession of first place in the Big Twelve. Game day is in attendance the same weekend as the as this rivalry, and it's. For Kansas and TCU, I just think that's nuts. Who both like they finished like dead last. I think Kansas and TCU were like the t- yeah, were like t- ten and nine <laughs> in the in the Big Twelve last year. It's crazy, but so I mean, it's it's kind of funny just this game being taking the back seat to that. But seven and a half spread, it kind of looks like it kind of seems like they think Ewers is going to play and Gabriel's not. Which I mean, Ewers he he had that he had a great quarter against Alabama, and I think that's people are. He, extremely high on him because of that and he could be legit could not but i just think just from what i've seen from oklahoma i just i think they've got a lot of rebuilding to do i think that like you said the defense is atrocious gabriel being hurt is i mean the um well, the quarterback play last week was i watched the replay of that game i think on tuesday and i mean gabriel he hasn't been great but it no matter who it is even if it's general booty it's still a step down general booty yeah, no, they're 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 no way near as talented as Gabriel. Yeah. I, and I don't think I think even if Hudson Card was playing for Texas, they would still win this game. I mean, yeah. TCU averaged nine yards a carry against was, OU last week. So B. John Robinson has got to be looking at this game. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm gonna go off for like 250 against this defense. Um, they they look weak, they're they're injured. So I'm going with Texas. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope to God I'm wrong. But I'm picking the Longhorns, so I'm going to go. And coming off that last year blown lead, uh, they've got that bad taste in their mouth still. I think it's kind of a revenge game for them to two two teams struggling, but Texas pulls it out. If Sark does not win this game, I'd put him on the hot seat. This is a game you got to win here. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah. After being oh, this is the most. So much too. This is the worst OU team I think I've ever seen. Right. I can't remember OU being this bad. So you have to win this game if you're Texas. <laughs> um, all right, going to another rivalry. And by the uh, this this rivalry, I, I'm not happy with where it's at right now. So Auburn going to Athens <laughs> to play number two Georgia. Georgia's a 30 point favorite in this game. This is one. This is, in my opinion, one of the best rivalries in college football. And it's a shame that it's not played in November like it usually is. Mm-hmm. It's played in the first weekend of October because Auburn. Got did not want to have to play Bama and Georgia in two out of the last three weeks of the season. That's pathetic, if you ask me. And I've been giving Auburn fans hell on Twitter about it all week. Um, I said Nick Saban will not always be at at uh, at Alabama, and Georgia's not always going to be this good. If you're Auburn and you think that you can win a national championship every single year. You shouldn't be afraid of playing Georgia uh, in late November. Right. So, um, to the game, I mean, do, do you think Auburn has a chance? I think, I mean, I think Georgia gets blown out. Or, or excuse me, no, <laughs> I, I think Auburn gets blown out here. Yeah. Um, I, it's. I mean, this this rivalry is it's crazy. I mean, just how much Georgia has dominated Auburn. It's unreal, and Auburn. I, I Auburn is just so miserable to watch this year. I mean, they they got that lead against LSU seventeen zero, and then just immediately handed it right back. I mean, they yeah. just they are so bad. And Georgia has been struggling as of late. I mean, they they didn't they looked horrible last week. And I mean, I got a couple of Georgia friends that you would have thought they got blown out sixty three to zero. The fact that they only won by four. Georgia's points. lost two weeks in a row. They have not covered the spread against Kent State and Missouri. Yeah. No, and, and and I mean Mizzou wasn't even close, and so I was uh, I was at the Clemson game during that Georgia Mizzou game, and man, it, it really turned into some scoreboard watching. And you hear all of a sudden it'd be a timeout, and you hear the crowd erupt, and it'd be because Mizzou still had the lead. So that that was pretty fun. So it was a shame that Mizzou couldn't pull it out, but I think Georgia's I think because of that Kirby will probably get him going more so than usual. 
they dominate Auburn in general. I think I think this game could get ugly. Yeah, I mean, we both Quick agree too. with Georgia. Yeah, Georgia's gonna just is gonna is gonna crush Auburn. The bigger question is, does Brian Harson get fired the next day? I, I I think I think it could be one of those type of losses where it's not. Yes, Auburn Auburn fans. What are they wait? What is Auburn game? waiting on? I, don't, is, yeah, I mean, I don't what know. is Auburn waiting on here? I mean, <laughs> fire you. You know, he's not going to be the head coach this yeah. year. Fire him and start getting looking for your your next head coach. I mean, especially where head coaches go nowadays. He's a lame. He's a lame duck right now. I, I, I mean, there, there's no point that Brian Harson is is the head coach at Auburn right now. It's pointless. He reminds me of Urban Meyer last year. His last like two or three weeks before he was fired, where. Everyone knows he's going to get fired, even himself, and he's out there just – he's such kind of an ass already. He's just like, I don't care. Like, you can tell on the sideline, Harson doesn't look like he cares. Like, he's just – No, he doesn't care because he's going to get yeah, he's 20, already- $30 million <laughs> if, if, he, if he gets fired. It's a win-win situation for him. Um, it was the worst hire. Uh, I did a top 50 worst hires in college football. Harson, I may have done that too too early because when Harson gets fired, I will add him to that list because mm-hmm. it was a – Joke of a hire by the AD at Auburn, who is no longer there. Um, Enough with them. Uh, Let's talk about, let's go to the Big 12 country. We've got Texas Tech going on the road to Boom Pickens Stadium in Stillwater to play the number seven Oklahoma State Cowboys. OSU is a nine and a half point favorite. Um, They're undefeated, had a good win against Baylor last week. Texas Tech, three and two, has, has honestly been pretty impressive for me. Beating Texas. Hung with K-State last week. Um, you, you know, OSU won 23-0 last year, but I think Joey McGuire uh, is doing a great job. Um, it's a chippy Texas Tech team. Um, they need to be able to run the football. They, that, that's kind of what they struggle with. I kind of thought that they would be able to do that against K-State last week, but but they didn't. Um, you got to get Sir Roderick Thompson and Taj Ward going. Um I think they're they're going to struggle against Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State is the best team in the Big Twelve. Um, the offensive line for Texas Tech really needs to to protect Donovan Smith because when he gets under pressure, he he can really make some bad mistakes. So, I I mean I just I feel like this is a bad spot for Texas Tech. Who who are you leaning with? Um, I, Oklahoma State. They're they've quietly and just steadily. I mean, they're, they're a great program now. I mean, it's like year in and year out now. They find themselves quietly in the top 10. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's kind of, it's, I had them crazy. at, I had them at, yeah, I had them at number four in my rankings just because, I mean, they're from top to bottom. They're, they just yeah. look impressive. And they're just, they look better than Georgia. They've looked better than Georgia in the last, in this season. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they've looked, they've looked good all year. And they've, I mean, they handled Baylor last week. I mean, they've, they played a couple not too tough of teams, but, they just look good. I think Texas, like you said, it's a tough spot for Texas Tech. Texas Tech's a good football team, and they're a team that you can't take lightly. But I think Oklahoma State's a really good football team, and I think I think they win this game handily. Yeah, uh, Spencer Sanders doing just do, doing a great Spencer job. Spencer Sanders look great the, all the, year. The defense, the defense looked really good against Baylor. Um, mm-hmm. Struggled against uh, Central Michigan, but uh, look good. Looks like things are coming together with Derek Mason and the crew on that side of the ball. So. Yeah, I, I like Oklahoma State here, um, possibly covering the nine and a half point spread. Yep. So, all right, first Pac-12 game, uh, top twenty-five matchup. We've got number eleven Utah going to the Rose Bowl, which the student section was pretty impressive <laughs> last week um, to play undefeated UCLA. Now UCLA beat Washington last week. I don't know if that tells us that Washington is bad, but here's Chip Kelly. Um, you know, he's got them ranked number 18 in the country. Um, but, but you, I feel like you, I, I feel like Washington may be kind of uh fool's gold. Like they looked really good against Michigan state. What is Michigan state's is horrible this season. Uh, Michigan fans love me saying that, but um, yeah, they beat Washington 40 to 32 Utah beat UCLA last year, 44 to 24 Utah's won five straight against the Bruins. I think this is just a bad matchup for UCLA. Um, You know, they, they, I I think Washington here, or excuse me, Utah is going to be too physical for, uh, for Utah or for UCLA. I think the run game with uh, Tavion rising, that physical offensive line, UCLA is kind of a finesse team, if you ask me, but um, 
I just I, I think Utah's going to go in there and kind of hand it to them. Um, but Utah has 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 struggled on the road before. I mean, they have struggled. So we'll see. I mean, DTR, he kind of reminds me of Anthony Richardson. He he kind of mm-hmm. does. Um, Zach Charbonnet is is a good running back. Looks like Jake Bobo, uh, the wide receiver for, transfer from Duke. He he's turned out to be a pretty good pretty good uh, guy on the outside. So. I just think Utah's defense here is going to smother uh, that offense. Like Clark Phillips had like three interceptions last week. Um, it's going to be tough uh, for UCLA to score the football here. So I, I, I'm leaning towards the Utes. Uh, who, who you got? I think I like the Utes a lot. I, I don't know how UCLA just has – I just don't think they're as good. Like you said, it's the the reason they're ranked this high, the reason this is such a big game is because they beat Washington last week and – just kind of, it's a weird spot. Do you know how Washington is, how good Washington is? Rising, I, I still have the same take on him as I did. And I think he's a sound quarterback. I like his decision making. I like how decisive he is. He's confident with his passes. The one thing that I think UCLA could do is if DTR uses athleticism the way Richardson did in week one, maybe he can pull, pull some plays out of his ass to keep it close and keep him in it. But I just think Utah I still thinks is a good is a good football team. They had a tough loss week one where literally the ball just didn't bounce their way. I've said that a couple yeah. times. And they one one bad play call away from winning right. that game. They easily could be five and zero right now and top five team in the country, probably. And they would but I so I still think they're a top ten team in the country, and I think they win this game easily. It'll be interesting to see how the Rose Bowl packs it out though, with a top fifteen matchup in town or top twenty. The student section better show up or, uh, you know, you'll be on that bad list. So you're on the good list because you did show up against Washington. So we shall, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll be watching. I know I've got people there with eyes in the sky. Um, all right. Um, going to big 10 country. We've, we've got number uh, three, Ohio state at Michigan state. I, I put this game on here cause it's two big programs, but is this game even going to be close? No, I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, I think it was the Arkansas game, like just a matchup nightmare. I mean, <laughs> going to get uh, Michigan State's going to get hosed in this. I think game. Stroud's just looking at this game thing. Not even worried about wins and losses. He's just thinking, where how how far am I going to make a move up the Heisman when I throw for seven hundred yards on Michigan State? Yeah, I mean, I just don't see like I don't I don't see the offense getting stopped at all. Yeah, no, they're they're uh, Michigan State's off uh, secondary is just as bad as, as what it was last year. Mm-hmm. They can't get off the field on third down. They're allowing 275 yards per game through the air. Uh, this game's not going to be competitive. The, Peyton Thorne won't be able to keep up with CJ Stroud. Um, they they if you recall they beat Michigan State 56 to seven last year mm-hmm. blowout. Uh, so yeah, Tuck is not coming in, in this game. Um, Sorry, Spartan fans. So yeah, Ohio State, we got them. All Over right, unders uh, at sixty five. I wonder. If, I wonder if Ohio State hits that themselves. They may try. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see if the weather has something to do with it or, or not. I don't know. It's usually kind of dreary up in in East Lansing this time of the year. All right, um, going down south, down to uh, South Beach, we got UNC at four and one going to play the Miami Hurricanes at two and two. Miami is a three and a half point favorite. Uh, UNC won 45, 42 last year. UNC has won three straight. Uh, I li- I honestly like UNC's offense this year. I think Drake May is one of the best quarterbacks in college football. He's putting up mm-hmm. just crazy stats. Uh, and I think Miami is, is in a little bit of trouble right now. They, they lose to uh, Middle Tennessee, which is just embarrassing at home in front of like 30 people. And like Chase Cunningham, I mean, that Chase Cunningham was just lighting that secondary up. So I think Drake may just has a field day against Miami. Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback, he got benched against middle Tennessee. Um, They don't have any standout wide receivers. They've got a bad O line. Um, I I, I think UNC routes Miami here. I don't know why Miami's favorite. Just because the preseason hype people, I mean, just, I, I, yeah, I think, or what does Vegas know? Vegas knows something. Drake yeah, May it's another one of those weird lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I agree with you. I was not high on Miami to start the year. I, they were kind of they fell into my pool of teams that just kind of hit the transfer portal hard and trying to buy this new college football era, just like A and M. And they, I mean, I just don't think it's hard to make it click. That's not kind of how college football works in one year. 
And so I, I don't think Miami Miami has not impressed me at all any game. Um, I just the, the, I agree with you. The only thing that makes me worried about picking UNC is I just don't think they should be three and a half point underdogs. Yeah. So I mean I, I like UNC. I think they win. I think they win handily. But just it's kind of like what you said. What is Vegas now? So yeah, it reminds but, me. Of, this game kind of reminds me of the uc a washington ucla game ucla game last week because like mm-hmm. ucla was like a two and a half point favorite and yeah i was like what? what what's going on here and vegas knew that dtr was going to light up uh washington's defense so it is kind of weird seeing that line but uh, i think that that's vegas more they don't have respect for unc's defense because right. their defense is pretty bad um, so, but I've got UNC. I, I just think that Drake may will be able to score at ease against this Miami defense. Mm-hmm. And Miami is kind of one of those teams. They're, they're, they're a popular team. They're a bandwagon team. People like to bet on them. So they almost get like the Tiger Woods type effect where the line may not be this, but so many teams are just going to, so many people are going to bet on them just because they want to, yep. they have to kind of juice it one way or the other. Yep. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Uh, out to the Pac-12 country. We've got Wazoo going to play USC. USC is a 13-point favorite. Um, they they beat uh, Washington State 45-14 uh, last year. Washington State's 4-1. Uh, kind of kind of crazy. Uh, USC has won 12 of the last 14. Uh, so... This game is kind of interesting. I've seen a lot of people say that they think Wazoo can win. Um, Cam Ward and Washington's defense is pretty impressive here. Um, They've got the number two scoring defense in the Pac-12 at 18.2 points uh, per game. So they've, I mean, the defense has been pretty good. They did get lit up by Oregon. Um, So I'm leaning towards USC here. I, I think USC wins because... Washington has has 12 turnovers this year. They have been prone to turn over the football, and USC's defense has forced 15 turnovers so far this season. Um, so I think that uh, that 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 this is going to be – it could be a high-scoring game, but I think that that Washington State just makes some mistakes here to, to not be able to win uh, against a, a, a good USC team. Um, I think Cam Ward, he's thrown like seven interceptions so far this year. So I think the turnover battle will, will put Washington state in some trouble. Who, who you got? I got USC, USC. I, I, I enjoy watching this team I mean, they're fun. They're, they're, they're one of those teams that would be the outlier in that kind of scenario I said earlier, where they had a ton of transfers, new, new blood come in, but they have a top five coach in college football, so he can make it work. And they've got a and, good quarterback. Yeah. They got to get, they got a quarterback they've got. And it's just, I mean, it's literally like a Lincoln Riley looks like a, million dollar a kid that's a baby of a million dollar or a millionaire who just gets all the toys he wants i mean he looks like he's just having fun over there with it and i mean i i I think cam ward already has seven interceptions you you've got to play for washington state to win this game he would have to play flawless and i just don't think that's doable i agree with you i think a turnover here or there uh flips this game to where it could get out of hand but i think it could be close and then the turnover kind of flips it towards the end. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Washington State win, but I just think that they, that sure. they, they, they screw themselves in, with turnovers. I think this is um, the first time you picked USC. Is it? I, I think I, so. I mean, they're a good team. They're a good team. They haven't really played anybody, but but they're 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 good. I mean, Caleb Williams is a good, a pretty damn good quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that that uh, I'll tell you what, I've seen a lot of OU fans on radio shows this uh, this past week in OKC calling and complaining, saying Lincoln Riley botched you know the program and it's all lincoln riley's fault we got to get better than that guys we can't blame we can't blame lincoln riley for our issues uh we just got to move on quit quit blaming him um so let him let the guy do his thing we'll we'll, we'll be fine all right um so here we go uh sec country south carolina three and two gamecocks going to play the number 13 team in the nation kentucky at four and one, just coming off a loss against Ole Miss. Uh, Kentucky's a ten point favorite here. Will Levis, the big the big news is Will Levis. It's is a game time decision. He hurt his hand. I mean, he was just got banged up against Ole Miss. If Will Levis does not play, South Carolina is going to win this football game. 
Uh, Kentucky won last year, sixteen to ten. It was a ugly game in uh, in Columbia last year. <laughs> I, I really think that that this could be this was a game I had circled for South Carolina as as a as a kind of a swing game or a flip game where if they win this game it's a game that I think they can win. Um, Kentucky is beat up on defense. That was a kind of a a physical game last week. Uh, I, I think this will be Spencer Rattler's best game of the season, um, and they just they need to feed Marshawn Lloyd uh, the football uh, at, at running back. Uh, Got to get him the football. And I think they can win this game. I really do. Um, I, I think Kentucky here is, is this is kind of a trap game for them. And if Levis doesn't play, they're really going to struggle to move the football. So I like the Gamecocks. Um, a lot of people don't like that, but here we are. Who you got? I agree with you. It is a winnable game for South Carolina, but it would be because Lloyd just takes over. I mean, they, they would have to feed him. Do you think the Rattler, Rattler sucks? I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks in college football. He's just, <laughs> and the fact he's so like, just, oh, I, I can't stand watching him. He's, he just, he is not good. He's not efficient. He hasn't looked good throwing. I mean, he's, he is he struggled. He, I mean, he is terrible. And I, I don't, I, I don't think they win a game that is just back and forth. Like you said, if Levis is out, it is maybe a little bit of a different, different take, but Still, I don't think Spencer Rattler is capable of winning a game like this. I, I, I think Will think, Levis is just as overrated as, as I do Spencer think Will Rattler. Levis is overrated, but I don't think he's quite as bad. I mean, at least he has Spencer Rattler has four touchdowns and seven interceptions. That's I pretty mean, that's, bad. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, it's he's done. He has just not looked good at all. And the offensive and, line has been bad. Um, I, I, Marcus, right, he has not had much help the offensive him. coordinator from for uh for South Carolina. This will probably be his last season because mm-hmm. there, I mean. It's it's ugly watching South Carolina play, but I think they can get it done this week. Uh, I oh, believe not, in them. I'm, if, never, I'm not picking Spencer Rattler ever again. So Kentucky. if they if they win this game, if they if they lose to Kentucky, I'm never picking South Carolina again for the rest of the season. Maybe even against <laughs> Vanderbilt. But Marcus Satterfield, if you're watching this podcast, which I highly doubt you are, hopefully you're getting ready for this game. Get Jaheim <laughs> Bell the football. He's the best playmaker on your team. Um, so so we'll we'll see. I got the Gamecocks though, beating up a beat up Kentucky team. All right. This is an interesting game here. Uh out in Vegas. Vegas. Um, we've got the uh Mormons versus the Catholics battle here. Uh number 16 BYU against Notre Dame. Uh the two and two fighting Irish. Uh, mm-hmm. I will add they're two and two right now. Notre Dame is a three and a half point favorite here. Um, first meeting since 2013. BYU is 13 and four all time of games in Vegas. So I was in Provo last week, had a great time. Uh, love BYU fans. It was, a, I, I had a phenomenal time. They treated me great. Um, the atmosphere at Lavelle Edwards Stadium was phenomenal. Um, got to go on the field before the game. I mean, I, I, dude, I got to do everything up there. Awesome. Um, it was it was awesome, but uh, but man, they, they they struggled against a very bad Utah State team. Um, struggled running the football, struggled stopping the run. It was uh, so. I, I think this battle here it, it's the BYU's O line versus Notre Dame's defensive line. Notre Dame's averaging three sacks per game. Um, you look at Drew Pine or Jaron Hall. I think Jaron Hall is a million times better than Pine. Um, it, the question is going to be, can BYU run the football? Because um, they have struggled. Uh, you've got to get Miles Davis and Chris Brooks. You've got to get them going early because um, you can't. You just don't want to make your offense one-dimensional. So I, I, I'm thinking that, that BYU can win this game because I, I truly do think that they have better playmakers um, at – that uh, running back and wide receiver, but uh, you know, Notre Dame's got more talent probably across the board. So I- I'm going BYU. Who are you going with? I'm going Notre Dame just because I, th- I think just seeing a BYU struggle last week and Notre Dame starting to turn it around. It's, it's only, it's almost, you have two teams almost going in the complete opposite direction. The fr- week two, after week two, it was BYU or week three BYU or yeah, week two. BYU's awesome. Notre Dame's 0-2. And it's kind of flipped since then. BYU's kind of they're, they're they've only had one loss, those top 20 in the country. But 
Notre Dame's got it trending in the right direction, and this this would be such a big big win for them to be able to kind of if they can win this game, they can turn it into a decent season, a turnaround season, a rebuilding season that has a positive note. So I I think they um. <laughs> Spencer, a BYU fan, says, I hate saying this, but I'm scared of Notre Dame tomorrow. Don't be scared, Spencer. No, I think you should be because I think Notre Dame wins. And I, I think they covers too. Covers. I mean, this is going to be one of the, I think, the better games of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it, see, I just, it, it, here's, here's some, you know, firepower for motivating BYU players. Running back for Notre Dame, Audric uh, Estimi, said uh, on record, they're a good team. They've got a lot of great players, but I feel like their players don't match the players we have. So that that was a quote, direct quote from the running back at Notre Dame and BYU, BYU's fan base and the players have taken that yeah. as a – just don't say anything like that. Yeah, I, well, why I that obvious too. Yeah, because now, now, now you know that that gives them even more motivation. Right. When I was out there in Provo, they were, talk, they were talking about this Notre Dame game more than they were talking about the Utah State game, right? The day of the Utah the, the State, Utah State game. ahead a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they could have been looking ahead. I'm sure they had BGB in town. There's a lot going on to think about. Yeah, football yeah man, I, man, BYU fans. Uh, I didn't realize that, that that stadium had that many views that you were sending me. That I mean, that's crazy. It's all it's right against the mountains, right? Um, it, I mean, it is, and it's loud too. I mean, it's like sixty thousand people. There were some third down plays where I, I mean it, it it got really loud. Um, shout out to the student section, the, the Rock. Um, I went over there and met some some people. They, they they're loud. They're yeah. a la- it's a loud stadium and just awesome environment. So, um, but yeah, I got BYU. You got Notre Dame. I think you're oh. wrong. <laughs> All right, um, let's see here. Going through. All right, we got Farmageddon. This is a fun little rivalry here. Number 25, K-State, going on the road to Ames to play Iowa State, the Cyclones. Um, this, this is a, a fun little rivalry here. K-State ha- has has lost three of the last four meetings against Iowa State. Uh, you know, since since the Tulane debacle, uh, you know, I think K-State's looking pretty good. They've got Adrian Martinez running the football. He's got 319 yards uh, rushing, no interceptions. Iowa State does have a really good run defense. You can see they shut down Kansas last week. Um, but uh, I, I just think Iowa State's going to struggle here. Um, Jarrell Brock, their, their running back, is most likely out. Uh, so I'm going with K-State. It's a night game. Iowa State's doing the blackout. Uh, this game is has 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 been close in the past, but but I'm leaning towards K State here. Who you got? I'm I'm going the other. Way. I got Iowa State. I think it's uh, I think Kansas State's a good team, but not quite as good as people think. And they they have two back to back solid wins, but going to Iowa State blackout. I think that place is going to be rocking. Deckers, I think is is due for a good good game. I, I think he has, I think he lights it up and they win. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Iowa State win. K State fans have been very, very, very cocky uh, since they <laughs> beat OU. Uh, I feel like I'm arguing with them daily on Twitter. So I'm, but I'm picking K State. I think they're the better team. I think they were very vanilla against their non-conference opponents, and you know, kind of unleashed the full offense. And, and Adrian Martinez has been playing well, but I, I find it hard to believe that he's going to be able to run the ball, you know, through these gaps on the defensive line um, like he has against uh, Texas Tech and OU. I, I think he struggles, but I think they do enough here to win. They're, they're a more talented football games team. So I, I like K-State on the road, but won't be shocked or won't be sad if they, if they lose to Iowa State. All right. Um, let's see here. We've got next game, Arizona – um, hosting number 12, Oregon. This game to me could be a potential upset here. Um, Arizona's three and two. Um, you know, they, they've already, uh, you know, exceeded their wins from last year. Oregon's form one, Oregon won 41 19 last year since getting just absolutely embarrassed by Georgia. Uh, Oregon, the offense is kind of right the ship here. Um, you know, I, I think Oregon, yeah, they've scored like over 40 points a game over the last four games. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo Nix is looking a lot better. 
um, on the ground and in the air. Um, Auburn fans have got to be missing him. But uh, Oregon struggles. Their pass defense struggles. They're averaging 282 yards a game in the air. And Arizona, if you've watched them, I mean, Jaden Delora is not is nothing to sleep on. Uh, his receivers, Cowling, Singer, uh, some of those guys, I mean, they're putting up numbers. So uh, this is going to be a high-scoring game, I think. But I think Oregon can duke out the win. But I, I think it'll be a uh, fairly close game here. I don't have the line. I wonder what the line is on that. But go ahead and tell me what you think. I think it's two touchdowns last time I saw it. Maybe thir- 13, 13 and a half. But I think, uh, I, I think this is the game we see Bo- the Bo Nicks of Auburn that all of a sudden, a random road game, he completely struggles. I'm, I'm, don't have too much. I just, it just, the feeling of this game just feels like Arizona can pull it off. And I think 13 points is way too much or whatever it is whenever you look at it. But yeah, it's I think 13 it's and a half. high scoring game. Delora is, has looked good this year. Cowing has, I mean, he's, he's looked really good. He's got seven touchdowns already. I think it's going to be a shootout. And I, 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 I'm not so super confident, but I think it goes Arizona's way. Yep. I, I like it. I think this is the biggest game in Jed Fish's career so mm-hmm. far at Arizona. I'm just still on the I'm still on the belief that Oregon's offense is mm-hmm. going to 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 do well. Um, Arizona really struggles against the run. I think they get Bucky Irving and Bo Nix going, and I think it's just too much. But but I I, I think 13 and a half points is way too much here. I, I don't think Oregon covers, but I think they win. I think the best part of every Auburn fan's day sat or tomorrow will be at 9 p.m. watching Bo Nix finally struggle again. (laughs) But if he doesn't, it's going to be miserable because, (laughs) like, we watched the SMU-UCF game on Wednesday night, and UCF blowing out SMU was not – they did not (laughs) like that. So if they get blown out by Georgia, which they probably will, and then they have to watch Bo Bo Nix light it up late night on Saturday, it's going to be a long day. So, (laughs) yeah, Harson's getting fired on Sunday. All right, last game. Uh, this was supposed to be the biggest game of the century, but Jimbo's laid a couple eggs here, um, and both starting quarterbacks are out. So we've got Texas A&M at Alabama. I guess the biggest question here is, does Alabama cover the spread? It's 24 points. I think absolutely. I don't, I don't, there's not a – Bryce those, Young is out. Bryce Young's not playing. I don't think it matters. I mean, I think Gibbs is going to – Jimmy or Gibbs is going to have – he's going to run for 400. I mean, that that – a&M's just looks like they don't even care anymore. I mean, it's such – it makes me so mad that all the talk was about them this year, and they were talking about themselves, and they come out this year, and they're horrible. They and suck. I mean, their offense has been – they're averaging 21.8 points, and they played – I mean, they, yeah, they just looked horrible. And they've done nothing – this game This game was – game day probably announced that they were going here in, in July. and. Yeah. Since then, since Jimbo clapped back, they've just been horrible. And Jimbo's supposed to be an offensive guy and groom these players. If I'm a player coming out of college or high school, there's other teams that'll pay me. I I, I don't want to get paid and then go just ruin the rest of my football career by playing offense under Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. No, I, I mean, A&M has been absolutely pathetic this year, and there's no mm-hmm. other word that describes it. Max Johnson <laughs> is out as well. Uh, so, so both starting quarterbacks are out in this yeah. game. Um, so I really liked Bama's backup, um, Jalen Milrow. Yeah, they're gonna, he, yeah, he, exactly. looked, yeah, he looked pretty good. Um, and man, he had some wheels uh, on that mm-hmm. long play where he almost scored against Arkansas. So yeah, I, I think Bama wins here comfortably. Um, Jimbo probably walked back some of his words. Uh, it, it's, it's just, I'm so sick and tired of seeing Texas A&M preseason ranked, um, you, you know, because because you know that probably next year they're going to get a good recruiting thing. class, and then you're going to start seeing, you know, Andy Staples, Ari Wasserman, <laughs> you, you know, say, oh, we like Texas A&M, they're going to make the playoff, blah 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 blah, and no, no, they they suck. Let's quit buying into this every single year, Jimbo is a has been mm-hmm. he will not adapt to to the new schemes of, of college football because it changes and his offense is old and stale and I'm shocked that they're if it wasn't for probably money which I'm pretty sure we're all we're, we're all sure that that they're paying they're paying recruits to come there that they wouldn't come to Texas A&M 
mm-hmm. uh, uh, watching that offense. I mean, if you're, I mean, at what point do those all those people giving all that money get sick of Jimbo and try to get him out there? I mean, he's got he's got an eighty like six million dollar <laughs> buyout. I I asked, I tweeted that out a couple of days ago. I was like, would the can the boosters afford the buyout? And the you know the pretty definitive answer was yes, uh, they can. It's just you know when if they if they if they don't make a bowl game this year. I think you got to look real hard about whether or not he gets fired. Or I mean, not. yeah. I mean, they were literally, they were the people were picking him for the playoff for no reason, just because they beat Alabama last year. I mean, that was, at least they, they had that to build. The, yeah. They had, they had a little bit of momentum. So it wasn't, but I mean, just to lay an egg week after week like this, I mean, it's just, it's horrible. He gets paid a lot of money to get blown out by Mississippi State, lose mm-hmm. to App State. I mean, it's, you combine that with the the yell leader crap. If you watch that, it's basically just like a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just it's hilarious. So yeah, Bama Bama wins here easily. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, that's all we've got. I need to drink like a gallon of water. My throat's <laughs> killing me. Like yeah, I said, I'm not feeling well right now. I'm sure you won't be yelling but, tomorrow at noon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. I'm sure I will. Um, that 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 game with I'll have that the OU Texas game on, Kansas game on, and Tennessee LSU. It's going to be a mm-hmm. great uh, lot of, noon slate. Yeah, great noon slate uh, mm-hmm. here. Uh, last one because it's starting in like five minutes. Nebraska Rutgers. Who you got? I'm going Huskers. Huskers Sharp money's yeah. coming in on them. I, I like him pulling it out. I like Nebraska. I, I said earlier if Nebraska, you know, turns it around and wins the Big Ten West, will they hire Mickey Joseph to be the head coach? Um, we shall see, but I yep. think Rutgers, Rutgers sucks. I mean, th- yeah. there's no other way of saying it. They shouldn't even be in a power five conference. So, <laughs> uh, easy win for the Huskers tonight. Yep. All right, y'all. Well, Hey, that's all we got. Uh, I appreciate y'all for listening, tuning in. I'll, I'll get this posted so you can listen to it on, uh, Apple and Spotify. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and, uh, hopefully we got a good slate of games tomorrow. So, uh, we will see you next week. We'll <laughs>